0: I'm Nathan Whitaker, and thank you for tuning in to this episode of 1618. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different, a little less formal, perhaps, than the previous ones. In today's episode, I would like to give just a brief missions update from uh, the mission field here in Romania. To those of you who may not be aware, uh, my wife and I and our daughter are serving as missionaries in Mejidia, Romania, that is in the southeastern part of the country. Um, it is near Constanza, near the Black Sea. We're in a town of about 40,000. Um, and as I've spoken before, our, our demographic is uh, Romanian, of course, but there is a large population of Turkish people in the area. And that's why a lot of our ministries have focused on uh, Turkish communities. Um, they are oftentimes the poorest people in the community. And uh, so we've done a lot of work to try and help these people Well, this last week, my uncle Joel and his uh, friend Ryan came from America to help us with a a project that we've been working on, the project of building a house for um, this man Niku and his kids Delia, Anais, and and Yonuts. And if you didn't know their story, um, if you haven't followed anything that uh, we have posted on social media, I can just give a very brief uh, recap of that. This is a man who has three kids. All of them are under the age of five, I would assume, Um, and none of them have any legal papers. Uh, I don't believe that any of them have a birth certificate, for example. Um, They don't have the equivalent of a social security number or anything um, that would provide them any sort of legal documentation, Uh, and this has gone back generations in their family. Um, And because of this, they are not able to access uh, just regular health care, for example. Um, They're not able to go to school, the children, because they can't register, because they don't have any papers. Before Maria and I came to Romania, um, the church tried to help this family. Uh, And at the time, they were able to secure papers for the mother of these children. Uh, This was Niku's wife and they were able to secure papers for her because if you could get the mother papers it was much easier than to get papers for the children well soon after uh they got papers for her she left the family and left niku and ran off with another man and part of this was because of niku himself the dad um he uh was a drinker he would sometimes beat her um but after she left he became a christian and Uh, His life turned around. He stopped drinking. He was not violent anymore. And uh, now it was just him and his three kids and his mother who ended up moving in with him. And moving in with him is a a hard term to use because they live in a one-room little shack that barely has a door and has a roof that is falling down. It can't be bigger than uh, a master bedroom, and that's where this whole family lives. They don't have electricity, they don't have running water, and like I said, none of them have papers, so they can't uh, go to school, they can't um, go to the doctor when they get sick. Uh, He has to only buy over-the-counter medication for the children if they get sick, and another problem was that he um, was trying to go to work and at least he could leave his kids with his mother. Uh, Well, unfortunately, about a week after Marie and I got to the country, his mother died. And so now it was just him with his three kids and he didn't have anyone to leave them with when he was supposed to go to construction or um, whatever job he had for that day. Well, about this time, Maria had it on her heart to uh, build a house for these kids, just seeing the the conditions they live in. And she asked um, the pastor here, what could we do? Uh, could we try to raise money? And he suggested that um, it's a great idea to try and raise money. Something that we could do would be to build the house on the name of the church so that uh, he couldn't sell it, uh, Niku couldn't sell it, I couldn't sell it. Um, and that it would belong to the church. And then we could make uh, with whoever lives in it, uh, at this time, we're hoping it will be Niku, but with whoever lives in it, we can make a contract with them and just have expectations uh, about uh, what we want for that building and t- taking care of it and making sure that whoever is living there is um, meeting a Christian living standard. Um, and so we got to work on on fundraising and in three days we had raised about $15,000. It was completely the working of of God and the people who saw the call for um, funds and who responded so quickly and so generously. Well, we started work um, looking, actually, we started looking for land first. And at first we uh, were struggling to find land that had papers for it. um, Because many times people will build on land that they don't own. And uh, I guess they are just taking the risk that the owner won't come back and just seize whatever is on his property. Um, And many times the owner doesn't come back and it maybe they don't even realize that they own it or the papers are lost completely. Well, we wanted to make sure that wherever we bought land that we had secured the papers so there would be no problems in the future. And so it took us a while to find something. Eventually, we did find something in a nice, nicer part of town um, that had not only papers but a foundation built. And the foundation was um, about 8 meters wide, 16 meters long. Uh, And that was too big for what we wanted. So we decided to kind of build only on half of it, an eight by eight square. It's about 770 square feet for the house. And we left the other half of the foundation unbuilt uh, because we're hoping to be able to build a room to have a small church service there so we can evangelize in that community as well. So we got to work on that eight by eight house um, and it started going very quickly. It started going very well. This was maybe two months ago not two months ago this was maybe a month ago that we that we really got to work on this house well recently we uh had run out of money and so we kind of had to pause the the process Um, the land had cost a little more than we expected and materials were more expensive and i had reached out to my uncle a while back and i had asked him if he would be willing to come and help out um and a couple weeks went by, I didn't hear very much, and then he he texted me and said that he feels that the Lord is calling him to go, and he told me that his friend Ryan is also going to go, and they were going to raise money and uh, help us to come and finish the project. Well, they just came this last week, and they came with uh, more funds so that we can hopefully finish the project, and now we've been working each day Uh, trying to get as much done as we possibly can on this house. And hopefully, even by the end of the week, we can have floors in and we can move in Niku and his family out of this rundown uh, shack into a more um, solid house, Uh, something that at least has heat, something that has electricity, something that has running water. So this is uh, our project currently. And As we do any project, um, we always have to remind ourselves that we are not social workers, that we are not here just to give people money, just to raise people up by giving them uh, a better living condition, by giving them uh, money, by giving them food even. And those are all good things. But if that's all that we're doing, that is not the gospel. That is not the true gospel. That is not the ministry which the Lord has truly called us to. Our mission is to raise people up by lifting their eyes to the Lord, the only one who can raise them out of sin. And there are people here who have nothing. There are people in my church who don't have running water. I'm thinking of one couple, uh, for example, who is about 70 years old. Both of them are around 70 years old. They have been Muslims their whole life. And a year ago, they gave their life to Jesus Christ. And they live in a one-bedroom, very small house that doesn't have running water, yet they're content. They're happy. Every time I meet them, they are joyous. They have a smile on their face. They're praising God for everything that he's done for them. And so the answer is not always to just give somebody money or just to give somebody a better Uh, what we would think is a better Western lifestyle. Sometimes uh, they don't even want that, but our job is to offer them Jesus Christ. So I thank you. If you have been contributing to this ministry, if you've been helping us, I thank you so much for your generosity and I pray that the Lord will bless you. And for anybody who's interested in learning more, stay tuned. I would like to give more mission updates like this in the future and um, I thank you for tuning in and listening to this episode. Uh, It means a lot to me that so many people are interested in what is going on, and I hope that everything that I say can help you evangelize more, because that is my goal. That is my mission, to build up the church so that more people can be reached for Christ. May God bless you.